Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You can be seated. Let's take a very quick flight in the scripture. There are many things we need to look into so that we'll be established in the matters that we want to um, do this evening. Are you with me? Turn with your scriptures. Be fast, be fast, be fast, be fast. Now, if you check the book of John chapter 10 and verse 10, my job today is to show you the connection between faith and life. The connection between faith and life. By the time you are through with um, this lecture, one of the things you will understand is what the scripture actually meant when he called that which we call the new life that we have received. They called it the living faith. So that is when you will understand that there is an inseparable connection between faith and life. To the point that it is called what? Say living faith. Then what is living faith? Anyway, that's not my point. My point is, let's start from John chapter 10 verse 10. If you are there, say Amen. Amen. Uh, if you are there, say Amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. Be fast, be fast. The Bible was speaking in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10. He said that the thief cometh not, but to what? And then to what? And then to that is not our point today. When do you know that Satan was called the murderer? Who did he kill? Who did Satan kill that he was called the murderer? Have you ever wondered on these matters in the scripture? But this is the foundation of the warfare that predated even many things that we are doing in the kingdom. They are old contentions and they have not changed. There are things we must understand. Something like seed. Something like life. Something like death. These are matters that precede. It cuts across every single thing in the scripture from Genesis to Revelation. Every single thing God is doing, you will find these codes under it. Because these are foundational things in the kingdom. And some of them are actually universal laws. Come closer, come closer. So the Bible says, in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10, it said that the thief cometh not, but to kill, steal, and destroy. Now, that is not the point. The point now is that, you know, said that I am come that he might have what? That is not where the scripture says stopped. He now said that he might have it even more abundantly. It then means that there is a two realm that a believer needs to enter into. That there is a realm beyond the possession of life. That realm is called the realm of abundant life. You see, if you don't know the realm of abundant life, you will not know how to participate and bless this generation with what you have inside you. Now remember, 
the consequence of the fall of man is that sin and death entered. Are you with me now? So if it is true that it is sin and death that entered, the principal thing that we need to minister to counter that, which is as a result of the fall of man, is righteousness and life. Are you with me? What is the opposite of sin? Righteousness. Then what is the opposite of death? Life is simple. So these are the two consequences of the fall of man. And these are the two things that Jesus Christ came to supply to man. Hmm? So that once you believe in him, these things become your possession. Meanwhile, the Bible is saying that beyond the fact that you have possessed life, and as a matter of fact, every single thing that came to you as a result of new birth, there is a region that is beyond possession. There is a region that is called experience. Or rather, you interact with that reality so much so that it can overflow from you. Now, this is what is called abundant life. Have you ever, have you ever bought more food than you needed to eat? That is what is called abundance. Abundance is that you have more than you need. Do you know the challenge of many people that are brought into life? The challenge is that they have less than they even need. And in those seasons and times, they need to be brought up in the spirit. Why does it seem as if there is, there is a sound playing for me in the spirit? I'm hearing the sound. Is it only me that is hearing the sound? You are hearing it, Abby? Ah, my God. No wonder I'm flowing immediately. Now the Bible says, this is what you need to know. That it is not enough that you have life. Meanwhile, for you to have life, there is a need for, that is the initial installment of the facility of life. It's as a result of the belief, the faith that you exercise on that which Jesus did. Are you with me now? John chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. It is on the account of the Son that was given that a new regime, a new chapter was made available. The Bible calls it the new covenant that is where? In Christ. So these are the things that became possible by the fact that God gave his Son. Meanwhile, when he gave his Son, he said that he gave his only Son that whosoever believeth, Say believe it. I'm not hearing. Say believe it. So what role does faith have to play in a man laying hold on eternal life? It then means that it is not possible. Meanwhile, every single thing you are seeking for as a believer is not outside of life. It is the administration of life that answers to every single thing that is a challenge for the believer and for the man in the world because the consequence of the fall of man is that sin and death enter. So the only way to conquer that is to lay hold on that facility that has been made available. God knows that when he installs life in you as a result of, the, of, the, of, of you being born again, the regeneration in your spirit, what happens is that that life will begin to burst out from your spirit and then it begins to affect your soul and then it begins to affect your body. A time we come, that life will affect your environment. A time we, are, we come, that life will affect people that is around you. I will show you the link today between faith and that life. It seems by that which the scripture is saying that it is impossible for a man to lay hold on life 
without faith. And as a matter of fact, the measure to which you have been able to lay hold on that life is dependent on the faith of Christ that is already calcified in you. So you are limited in life by the faith that you have. Even in the time that you are, even, you are not even born again, the Bible says that when you now believe, you will participate in eternal life. What does it mean? It means that everything rises and falls on faith. That is why I want to show you something. Meanwhile, let me show you something in um, to show you a little bit on the linkage, the connection between faith and life. Now, this type of life I'm talking about is eternal life. You are from the Holiness Church. I don't want to call the name. I wanted to call you. You know you are SU, but you have started wearing earrings now, so they have chased you away. <laughs> that church, that one, hmm, who is from there? I want to ask question now. What is the meaning of eternal life? No, sit down. Don't worry. Eternal life is the life of God. What is eternal life? He is actually more correct than you. Eternal life is beyond kind. It is God life. Simple. It is not kind. It is God life. You see? You can say kind, but that definition is still below par. When you, match, when you start explaining some things in the spirit, you will now find out that kind will not suffice for certain issues. It can be okay for some. But when explanations and definitions begin to increase, you will find out that there is nothing else to say but to say that eternal life is God life. God life. God life. <laughs> I say unto you, ye are gods. But you will die like men. Do you know what it means to die like a man? It means that you are living a life that can be touched. Um, let me give you one or two qualities of eternal life. One of the qualities of eternal life is that it cannot die. Actually. It is because Jesus... What made Jesus rise from the dead? I want to ask you what will make you rise... Let's say you died and slept. Not die, you slept. Eh? That's what the Bible calls people that died before Jesus. Let's say you slept. What will make you rise at the last trump? When the Holy Ghost comes, He is only going to raise the people that have eternal life. There is a facility in the Spirit. Once He enters any ritual, anything that carries eternal life will be summoned by that power. So the power of God begins to navigate towards any place, anything, any being that have eternal life. That is where we see the power of God the most manifest. The life of God entered the region of the dead. You need to know why death couldn't hold the captive. When they tell you death, for, for death couldn't hold the captive. Why? You need to ask why. Why is it that? Because death made an attempt to hold Jesus there. But he could not. Why? You see, life is something bigger than death. 
Hmm? So what they didn't know is that they thought Jesus has sinned. Hmm? Because had he been in sin, he will lose capacity to carry that life there. But they didn't know. They are looking, God um, brought into oppression a higher law. Hmm? And that oppression allowed Jesus to um, activate what is called substitution. Substitution is, if you don't know substitution, you don't know intercession. Because intercession is all about substitution. I was talking to my friend many years ago. He said, you don't need to substitute for you to intercede. I said, intercession on its own is substitution. Because most of the time, the person you are praying for, you didn't do anything. But for you to really stand for the person, you have to come and they will see you in the course of heaven as if you are the one that did that thing. And then people like Daniel will start crying to God and say, all of us have sinned. I want to ask, did Daniel sin? Why is he saying all of us have sinned? Because there is a mystery in the kingdom that you can activate that is called substitution. And you can stand and judgment can be laid on you because you have decided to substitute. Meanwhile, you are not the person that committed the crime. That is the principle that Jesus activated, the Father activated by the ministry of Jesus on earth. And then he went into the regions of the dead substituting himself as if he is the, he is the man that sin, carrying your sin. Meanwhile, him as a person knew no sin. So when he entered there, the eternal life that is in him was not touched. Nothing happened to that life because there is no sin that is in Meanwhile, Satan laid on him all the punishments and the things that a man that have sinned should carry. They took him and took him to the regions of the dead. And, and even took him to Hades, to hell. It was when he arrived there that they knew that there is trouble. Because they couldn't bind him in that place. Do you know they didn't bind him? They didn't bind him. The Bible says that he preached to spirits in prison. You don't know? I will show you. I don't have time. I will show you. Jesus went. One day I will show you the message he preached in the world. There is a message Jesus preached. He went to preach there. If you are bound, will you preach? It was that life because resurrection, resurrection is only them that have eternal life. No eternal life, no resurrection. It was when eternal life entered the regions of the dead that the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of resurrection, the spirit of glory now have the license to enter the regions of the dead. And when he entered there, no power, all the mighty power, the three cords that is in the underworld, that, that you can't break. For the first time they were broken. The power of Satan, the power of death, and the power of hell. These are the three cords that you can never break on. But when the, the Holy Ghost entered, because he, he saw eternal life, See, you, you don't know what I'm telling you. Do you have eternal life? Do you have eternal life? Hmm. You have eternal life. That's what Jesus gave you.
I don't want to go here, but since. Amen. My whole point today, I even wanted to do just two things. I want to show you what is. Um, I want to show you what is. Um, I want to show you what is faith. And I want to show you how to have faith. Have you ever wondered, sometimes you wonder whether I have faith now? Has it ever happened to you? As I am now, is it true that I now have faith for this thing? We need to solve the matter. Has it not bothered you before? Sometimes we wonder, you will say you have faith and nothing will happen. You see, know that you will be wondering, are you deceiving yourself? You know why I'm trying to refresh my studies now is because he said he doesn't have eternal life. Uh, and I understand. I understand that the point you are trying to make, but you have eternal life. Yes. You need to understand the scope of the scriptures. The way the scripture does is that I think uh, is the book of is it not Ephesians that will help us understand that that what God did for us at New Birth is to give us um, is is to install potential capacities in our spirits. And most in fact, what the scripture called it is that. The Holy Spirit that came into your heart is what we call the earnest of your inheritance. So we understand that the fullness of inheritance is still life. Meanwhile, when the Holy Spirit entered, it is it is the Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. Do you <laughs> is the spirit of life? It so happens that the way you deal with that life will determine how much you will experience in it. Now and then, when this scripture speaks about life, it includes many things. Actually, so so it even includes longevity, but it's beyond that. It's also an experience. This is it. When Jesus comes the second time, the second time coming of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus eh, is for people that already have eternal life. It's not when Jesus comes he will give you eternal life. <laughs> Is coming for people that already have. Yes. It's a matter of fact. Should I even tell you why you are still on earth? It is for you to exercise that life that is installed in your spirit. Exercise it in your soul. Because the development that your soul has attained as a result of your interaction with that life, you will retain it in eternity. You will retain it. That is why 
The Bible spoke about, have you heard of the spirits of just men made perfect? The spirits of just men made perfect. It means that it's not all just men that has been perfected. What does it mean to be perfected? You are fully matured. Therefore, every man, there is a path that God has kept for you. And in the spirit, we call those people witnesses, actually. So, for example, when God wants to do some certain things in a place and in a location, He begins to send those witnesses. How many of you have God want to introduce you to the healing ministry and you encounter people like Katrin Kuman? You then you encounter some people faith, you encounter people like Kenehegi. The reason is that concerning that matter, those people have become witnesses. They have submitted to the leading of the spirit and teaching so much so that as far as their life is concerned, they have perfected that. That is why people like Pa S. G. Etin said that in the one thousand year reign of Christ, you will be at your leisure. I don't know how those men see those things. There is a book he wrote. Maybe I will bring it and give you people. The name of the book is The Coming Kingdom. That is the book I finished reading many years ago. And my, my mind changed. And I understood what is the kingdom and why we are even here. You need to know when he taught this thing. When he taught this thing is in the 70s. And in the 70s is holiness movement. In the sense that they will tell you, Jesus is coming tomorrow. Be born again. Is in a manner as if that next year, next year, Jesus is coming. He's telling them is beyond that that there is a kingdom. So in the seventies, Jesus didn't come. In the eighties, he didn't come. In the nineties, he didn't come. That's when after nineties, we enter two thousands, and people now started listening to kingdom message. That is when they found out that even redemption itself is, is simply subject even to the kingdom. Let's say man did not fall in the garden of Eden. Let's say man did not fall. What was his assignment? So there is an assignment that man had before there was need for redemption. In fact, God gave him an assignment to do. It was when he failed in his assignment that trouble started. So, redemption is simply to restore us to a place where we will be able to accomplish that first assignment. So, what is that first assignment? And let them have dominion. So, and once God says have dominion, then He will give you a territory where your jurisdiction lies. Let them have dominion. Where? Yeah? In heaven. So, when God said, let them have dominion, he defined their boundary. In fact, the scripture not later told us that the heaven of the heavens, but the earth has he given to... Anyway, the earth is where the, the business is. All these things that is happening is contention. You know, people said that... that uh, why should I go here? I don't want to go into these things. Now, people say that when we die and when we rapture and all those things, we go to heaven. Is it not true? The world is not my own. I'm just passing through my treasures. 
laid up somewhere beyond the blues. My God. See, let me tell you. Uh, we'll go to heaven, but not permanently. Yes. The Bible, go and read the Bible. Uh, don't believe me, go and read the Bible. Read the book of Revelation. And you will see the Bible say that I see a new heaven and a new earth coming out from the two. Who is going to stay on earth? But God, don't, God has said that heaven is my own. There is, God, see, God doesn't have second ideas. He only has one idea. If he fails, he will find a way to redeem and rectify it. That idea of man ruling the earth has not changed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So that thing must be accomplished. And with Christ. That is the calling. That is why you must understand priesthood. Because if you do priesthood well, the way the the um stature that you gained in priesthood will determine where your rank. Do you want rank in the kingdom? Learn priesthood. Yes, that is why people that have real rank in the kingdom are men that understand priesthood well. Do you know the chief priests that put governor and those occultists? Do you see them in the city? They are inside the bush and they are ruling the city from the bush. That means that they understand that it's not about saying, I am here. No. It's priesthood. Priesthood enthrones you. 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 The only way you gain advantage is to learn priesthood. The only way you gain rank is to learn priesthood. The only way you gain stature is to learn priesthood. It's all about priesthood. That is why the Bible says that he has called us to be what? Kings and priests. So you cannot separate priesthood from thrones and government. Are you getting the point now? So it means that the two of them line up together. In fact... The power of a throne is traceable to the priesthood that backs it up. You need to know why God's throne is what it is. It is because it is backed up by a priesthood that can never die. The Bible calls it the priesthood that is after the order of Melchizedek. What powers that priesthood is what we call the endless life. Are you with me now? So anything that that priesthood ministers to you, time has... See, eh? Oh. If... The eternal priesthood ministers realities and ministers experiences to you. It can outlast time. You see, the power that a priesthood can generate is determined by the type of priesthood it is. Hmm? Are you with me? You are not with me. You are, you are lost now. Are you sure? So, you now understand that you will see two native doctors. Yeah? And one is more powerful than the other. Why? Yeah? Why? I thought all of them are native doctors. Why is one more powerful than the other? That is when you understand that the power that a priesthood generates it depends on the kind of priest. And once there is priesthood, that means that there are sacrifices and there are spirits involved. See, the mystery of the Melchizedek order is that 
the chief priest or the high priest is is a mystery is both the sacrifice and the person offering sacrifice is strange because when you offer now let me tell you why Paul came and said that great is the mystery of godliness because he's trying to understand why two can be one at the same time are you with me now remember he said this I say as it pertains to the church meanwhile he was talking about marriage this is the mystery of godliness that you are offering sacrifice to yourself and you are also the sacrifice on you are the high priest the sacrifice and the person being offered sacrifice is a mystery in godliness is a mystery in the godhead that god is everything altogether <laughs> now this is why i'm saying this when a priest comes and is offering sacrifice he is offering, he is trying to interact with a spirit being that we give him advantage in this realm priesthood grants you advantage superior advantage are you with me now it is with advantage that you make men to submit and make your rulership to be stable so this is what happens now now when the spirit i am interacting with based on my priesthood is a terrestrial spirit are you with me now I hope you know there are rank, ranks in fallen angels. Hmm? In fact, there are beings that operate on earth. There are beings, that, even Bible told us, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and we, spiritual wickedness. Where? So there are them that operate in heavenly places. I have, I have met them. My brother. When you meet the better known in fact, don't fight those words. What you when you meet those ones, what you do is make sure you are shielded. What God does is to shield you. Meanwhile, there are small, small spirits. So those ones will say, I bind you in the name of you, I cast you out. And they will come out. When you meet those territorial beings, you don't cast them out. The Bible says rest, say rest. Haven't you watched wrestling? That's what people don't understand, and they think everything is by casting of devils. I have met demon possessed people, and I knew his warfare is not casting. Meanwhile, the only reason why that demon even responded to me is because of the rank that I have. Many people have prayed for that person, nothing happened. Like that lady who we are dealing with at Naked. Do you know the spirit that is controlling that lady? I don't want to. That is the spirit of lesbianism. Yes. If you have cast devil, that's one of the toughest spirits to ever remove. It's even easy to remove masturbation, addiction, pornography. You know? Lesbianism is a very tough spirit, it is a jealous spirit. So when we try to stop people, it is that spirit is a terrible spirit. So you, you can even be praying for you now. You can be laying hands on the lady and she will be afflicting you with lust. Because you don't, as you know, I don't want to ask question. If I ask question, it has happened to you. Have you not laid hands on the lady and your body will start reacting? Something, the person is carrying something. I cannot explain it. 
In fact, even if you say, I cast you, I bind you, I bind you, nothing will happen. Because you have to climb high. And then the spirit will see that you are high. And then you strike. It will react. Meanwhile, when it reacts, it's not enough. You will take some time to remove that spirit. You don't know, you didn't know what happened at, uh, at um, Otoke now. You saw that lady. She was the lady that said that they have been waiting for me. <laughs> they are waiting for me. That they knew me, they have heard of me. And I wonder, this is my first time of going to Bayasa. How did they know me in Bayasa, my sister? How did they know me in Bayasa? They said they are waiting for me. He said they are waiting for me in Bayasa. <laughs> we are not here to treat warfare and ministry of demons. But there is such a thing as demonic networking. Yes. Yes. If you have dealt with courtes before, if they chase you, if courtes chase you from Uniben and you go to UNN, they will tell their people. Do you know? They will tell their people in UNN. That means there is what. There are certain things if you double into that is, it, once you enter into it, it will take strong consecration for you to come out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't want to list them. That's not my point. But I think somebody needs this thing. That's why I'm saying it. Then you wonder why you have been praying, 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 fasting, praying, 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 and that thing is not going. We need to bring the sacrifice. So two native doctors and is offering sacrifice. His priesthood is powerful, but his territorial the that is interacting with in the spirit to gain advantage. Eh? Is a territorial spirit. I need to tell you you need to understand this thing. They are ranked in the spirit. When I finish with that side, I will show you this side. Then, the other one is, of, is offering with a spirit that is in higher places. This is how demonic networks work. For example, you see these people that do fake miracles. They are small, small demons that they are using. That's why they can work with demons and it will not affect them. Now, when they meet higher spirits, eh, they can't do anything else. And in the same way in the kingdom. Hmm? Do you know you can move in power, move in anointing? In fact, if somebody like, have you noticed that somebody like um, when Renabonki is alive, when he enters here, eh? if Renabonki enters this Newinam, do you know what will happen? Let me tell you what will happen. Because he's the highest person in rank. And there is a work that needs to be done. Every other angel, because this is how it works, the higher your rank, the higher the angelic beings that work with you too. Yes. So when they come like this, what happens is that if Michael comes and there is another warring angel that is in this territory 
and Michael has a business to do in this territory. He will mobilize the ministry of all those angels. It doesn't matter whether that angel is assigned to you. For those days that monkey is in this town, they will be serving him. So when a man of higher rank comes here, he will mobilize all your angels for his service. That's why, when, haven't you noticed in high meetings like this, if they give you opportunity to minister before the main minister, you do everything, nothing will happen. Do you know why? The person has not released you to that. That is why whenever I come here, I wait me. There are things I'm teaching you. Whenever I come here, I join in your prayer. I follow the things that we do. You don't even know why I'm doing it. If I withdraw myself, you will struggle. You will be trying to lead prayer here with all that you, you try. Nothing will happen. Because there is such a, such a thing as prayer angels. They, they have not received permission from my heart. I teach you a mystery. <laughs> anyway, that's not our point. There is something I wanted to show my brother concerning life. For example, in the book of... Uh, It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But um, um, if I continue on that angle, we will not go. And there are many things I need to teach. I need to teach us on on the communion. How many minutes do we have? Should I just go there? What do you think? Okay. First Timothy chapter six and verse twelve. If you are there, say Amen. Amen. Okay, read for us. Read for us. Mm. You, have, you have mic with you. That's why I told you to read. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. We are unto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. It's okay. The Bible says what? Say what? Lay hold on eternal life. The scriptures are really simple for the open hearted. There is nothing complex in it. Hmm? It is obvious you cannot dissociate the link between eternal life and faith. Hmm? And if it is true, think we need to know what, what is even faith itself. Because what Jesus gave you is eternal life. Your capacity to interact with that life is dependent on your faith quotient. So you are limited by what? So what is even faith? Now, I don't want to 
go deep into this scripture because the Bible says fight the good fight I thought, are you with me? I thought it's do the good confession of faith meanwhile, people don't even know what is confession and profession according to what this man is saying it means that you have to defend what you think is your convictions Are you with me now? If it is true that it is your convictions, you have to what? Defend it! And most times it's a fight. So when the Bible says, do you believe that by his stripes you are healed? It's a fight! Doesn't, sometimes Satan will want to deceive you. You should have doesn't know that faith is a fight. It's a fight! A good fight of faith. People think faith is just you just throw. No, faith is a fight. Faith is a warfare. You don't talk about faith except there is warfare. In fact, the Bible was telling us about the full armor of God. And the Bible was saying, take up what we call what the shield of faith. How can Bible be talking about the kitting of the soldier? And he said that there is a shield you need, and it's called faith. You now know why many arrows is passing. How strong is your chill? We need to know. We need to do an evaluation now. As we are teaching you, we do say evaluation. And then you know how strong is your Every I'm trying to tell you that the reason why I came here is that I, I, I was trying to show you that the most important thing in the kingdom is life and righteousness. Follow me now. Now, it is true. And then we found out that the experience and the way you can, the much you can experience that life and righteousness is dependent on your faith quotient. Then you now see that everything in the kingdom rises and falls on faith. If it is true, then we need to know what is faith because it is not, if it is the faith I was told before, it is not this one. I cannot understand how the two of them is linked. Name it and claim it. Say name it and claim it. Say, <laughs> so name it and claim it. You did it now. Didn't you do it? He claimed visa. Visa to where? Come and tell me some of the things you claim. Eh? He claimed visa to South Africa. It was DP that said that he came and claimed a, a new car that was parked outside and claimed it. They went and bought the car. The one that was that happened to him is that they said that they, they were having a, a crusade and then he, the rain was trying to fall like this and then he came out and then he said, I bind you rain. He was still standing inside the building and said, I bind the rain. And the rain did as if he stopped, but he was still drizzling. He said, as if this rain is not here, let me step out so that when he sees me, it will stop. He said, step out. <laughs> So when he now stepped out, that's when the real rain started falling. He said, God, you cannot tell me that I did not have faith. You can't tell me I didn't have faith. If you call me to heaven, I will defend it. You are the one that died. And then as he saying that thunder struck from heaven and struck very close to where he standing, he ran inside. 
After two days, he now calmed down. And he started telling God, please forgive me. I hope you are not angry with that thing. I said, God said, I'm not angry with you. He knows you are a baby. See, people that only see faith as name it and claim it, what you use to receive things are babies. Now, real faith is for responsibility. It is a tool to accomplish things for God in the kingdom. You will now understand that the currency for exchange is faith. You can only buy. And meanwhile, when we mean buy, we, we, need, we are talking about buying uh, eternal soul. Things that money can buy. And there are many. <laughs> Do you know it is by faith that people buy integrity? Character is by faith. When they give you one million bribe and you refuse, why did you refuse? There is something you believe a conviction in your heart. You see, faith is a um, real faith is a, a cumulative effect of convictions. It then means that you must be convinced of something. In fact, people that is being tossed up and down are people that don't have, and some of them we hear the, they call it they hear the word of faith. They they, they are not hearing anything. How can, how can you say, for example, how can you say, some people are quoting and teaching, they are saying that um, if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead resides in me, he will quicken my body, he will quicken me, he will quicken me, you can even be talking like apostle, he will quicken me, he will continue quickening me, and he will quicken me, and he will quicken by 12 in the night, he will quicken you on the bed. <laughs> You, you, you are not convinced. And then small headache will come on your body and you will. Do you know that the majority of people that is afraid of Corona are the people that are in church, are church members? It's an indictment. What life did you receive? You are not convinced of anything now. Now, I'm not saying you should go and do anything now, because faith doesn't start now. Faith, faith is as a result of what you have built before. You don't, it's not when trouble comes, you now start building faith. I have faith that things will change. You know, people, they, they are results. You know, that's why some people, they get F and they say, I have faith that it will change. I say, I have faith too, that if you write another one, you will pass. <laughs> do you know why? That faith is the faith you should have had before you went. You didn't have faith. What you get, what comes around you is a, as a result of the faith you have. All the things I see manifest in my life is as a result of the convictions that is in my spirit. They say, you can't do it. My conviction has held me bound. I'm a prisoner, prisoner of hope. I am bound by that which God has shown me. The circumstance of life can say otherwise. A man can say otherwise. Even Satan can bring a mountain. I am convinced. What are you convinced of? We need pillars. We need men that their, their streams run deep. We need men that their foundation is found in Zion. They can stand and men can lean upon them. I'm tired. I'm tired of the Christianity we have now. 
This one cannot take us far. The faith of man is, is weak and fickle. It can't last. It's like, it's like the sail that is tossed up and down. There is no, there is no strength in it. It can't last the best of time. It's a fight. The good fight of faith. Sometimes you need to fight for what you believe. Don't cower for Satan. Don't cower before Satan. When he brings the pain, you refuse it. You reject it. If your faith has not been built to that level, go and take drug. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't just start suddenly start having faith to be healed when the sickness has come. You must have built your faith to resist sickness. If you have not built your faith to resist sickness, when the time comes and the sickness, better go and take drug. Don't say pastor say you shouldn't take drug. Go and take drug because your faith is little. If you want to walk in that, you need to go and build your faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That is the way that our fathers walked. The Bible says that we have the same spirit of faith. It means faith is a spirit that was passed down from Abraham. We have the same spirit of faith. It is the spirit of faith that makes you deny many things. It is the spirit of faith that made people like Peter die. How can you be looking? How do you know what I'm saying? People died for this faith. What did they know? You don't know it, my friend. This thing won't take us far. How can you have hundred people in a place and what will be looking for me? It's an indictment. What have you believed? What have you believed that can save you in the of trouble? What have you believed? What have you been listening to in church? What, what can you defend in that now? The prosperity message you have, can it defend you in the day of trouble? When the spirit, I hope you know, that the Bible spoke and said that there is a spirit that was released on earth. And he said that, led by, in the book of Revelation chapter 6, that food, there will be shortage of food, and there will be um, famine, and then that there will be uh, before pestilence. What is this thing that makes money? You have a lot of money you can buy. Eh? Inflation, there will be inflation. But the Bible says, hope not the oil and the wine. There are men that will be operating as if these, those things are not happening. They are on earth. I know you don't want to be among me. I'm already there. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's not a confession. It's not a confession. It's something that you deliberately walk in. Are you hearing me, Julia? You walk into it. In fact, the Bible says that it's a fight sometimes. You fight. You fight. Enter. And then you become a strong man in the kingdom. God can trust you. Your generation can trust you. The people sometimes they won't know what to do. But when they look at you, they will have hope. When they look at you, they will be inspired. When they look at you, they will know God is still alive. I want to be that man that people will look at and then they will continue to believe in God. 
that Jesus is still alive. This is a byproduct of the fights that I have fought. It's a result of my convictions. What have you fought for? Touch your neighbor and say, Faith is a fight. <laughs> If you see some of the people that exercise, even in the supernatural, is warfare. Have you laid hands on the sick and he didn't recover? Have you prayed for the sick before? Did he recover? Sometimes you live ten times, nothing will happen. In fact, you'll be moving on the road and go and say, that cripple, that cripple, that cripple, that cripple. Has it not happened to you? Say the truth. Jesus. <laughs> you know this thing now. You say that cripple. You say, Father, I pray for him. You will be well in Jesus. <laughs> he didn't say pray for him. He said, Go and raise him. Some of you will be thinking in your heart. You'll be saying, God, if it is you, give me a sign. Give me a sign. And you'll be praying for a sign and reach that junction. It's a lie. You already have the sign. Meanwhile, do you know that sometimes you can even go and pray for that cripple, nothing will happen. Because God is trying to achieve something in your heart. You need to know that faith is a fight. Sometimes you do it first time, nothing. Second time, nothing. Third time, nothing. Four, five, six, seven. Keep doing it, my friend. It will work. Is it not in the Bible? I believe the scriptures. I believe the word of God. I believe the eternal word with all my spirit. I will die believing the scriptures. I will die believing the scriptures. I will die believing the scriptures. I will die. I will die for what I believe. I will die for the word of God in my spirit. You are not willing to die for something. You are not ready to live for anything. Anyway, let me strike something. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11. Two things I will do for you to help you is first of all, write down on your notes what is faith. Number two, how does faith come? You need to know. You need to know when you really have faith, whether it's emotions. Have you noticed that sometimes they will be preaching, preaching, preaching? Like the one I'm preaching, I'll preach you hard. Is it not true? I did not say the truth. There's a way you, they will preach like this. You go and sow seed. And you say, I sow the seed of faith. My sister, your money left. Oh. <laughs> it's not faith anything, it's emotions. Anyway, I'm not saying you can't have faith in that environment. I'm saying that it is not necessarily faith just because there is preaching. Do you know how you will know? Sometimes when you finish sewing, tomorrow morning your eye will clear. Has it not happened? Why am I? Has it not happened to you? 
If he is refate, tomorrow morning you even be happy that you gave. Your problem should be why didn't I add? I'm not saying that you won't feel the pain. No. You need to understand how the inner man works. Hmm? Faith is not the absence of doubts, really. But your faith is perfected when there is no doubt. But what you should be, you should fight against is fear. The opposite of faith is fear, not doubt. I, sometimes God will be telling you to do something. Do something, do something. You have not been able to be that and small. Hmm? But you finally acted on it. Has been all happened to you and you saw results. Is it not true? Why is it, is there still small doubt, but you acted? The reason why there was result is that faith is beyond belief inside. It is a combination of belief and action. So, sometimes when you believe, doubt will be telling you. But if you act, it will be complete. So, your doubt will be respective. You see, there is quotient in faith. Oh, there is quotient in this thing now. Sometimes doubt will be so much that it will drown your faith. I with me. It is possible that doubt can be so high. That, but most times, if you are doing something for the first time, it is highly, it is more likely than there will be doubt. Are you with me? For example, the first time I prayed for the sick, my God, I was sweating. My leg was shaking, everything. I was saying, what if it did not happen? Oh, has it not happened to you? If I pray, what if it didn't happen? Huh? As you'll be wondering what you say, prayer is it? What if it didn't happen? You, are you I, they will say I disgrace Jesus. It's not me that disgrace Jesus. It's not me that has it not happened to you? The, the other one will be telling you, if nothing happens, you are telling them that the name of Jesus, do you believe I will raise it and it didn't happen? They will tell you, my friend, listen to me now. If that person gets healed, who will take the glory? What if he didn't get healed? Who will take the shame? Who will take the shame? That's what you don't know. You, you will, Jesus, God will take the glory when something and you take the shame. No, he takes everything. If he walk, him. If he didn't walk, you didn't have anything to do with it. It's because you are still full of self. That's why you are not able to obey. That thing you are saying you are defending the name of Jesus itself is you. Your Christianity, and they have known you as an integrity, somebody that speaks the truth. That doesn't, so you, you want to defend that thing so much that you are not willing to step out. And nothing will ever happen until you step out. Until you step out. Command things to change. Command people to rise. You are not defending God when you do that. If nothing happens, there's nothing that happened to you. You are intact. It's God that knows why it didn't happen. Glory to Him. I've obeyed you. That's all. Say after me, I've obeyed you. That's all. That's all you need to do. As a matter of fact, before God will use you in a hide, you will want you will make sure you have died to self. See your opinion. You will die and die. In fact, 
there are some he will gather people and you pray, nothing will happen. He will just escape like this. He will say, you, has it not happened to you before? That's, there is a pastor that went and committed suicide because of it. He went for a crusade and Pray, pray, no, no cripple, no nothing happened. And he has boasted, he saw vision, we cripple, all kinds of things, and nothing happened. He went and committed suicide. He is still full of self. Yeah? Before God will use you that way, He will make sure you have died. Die. You will even gather people, call crusade, pray, pray, nothing will happen. Pray, pray, nothing will happen. Pray again, nothing will happen. Then one day when you are not in the mood, you are healed. The person will tell you, just as you are bringing your hand to me, I saw flashes of light. He now went, he'll be telling story. He says, is it not small hand that is stretched like this? Meanwhile, the day you fasted, and you, you, you have been preparing this morning. When you come like this, you'll be walking in front of the cripple. And we are expecting them, your shadow to raise them. <laughs> you can be saying, Blinder is open. When you even start praying like this, it's a sign. Actually, that's not the way you pray for the sick. The Bible says, Heal the sick. He didn't say pray for the sick. If you understand prayer, you will know when you are praying and when you are healing. There is a way your words, the combination of your words will be. If it's me, I will say, be healed in Jesus' name. It's not, Father, in the name of Jesus, please heal my sister. Please heal my sister. I come against sickness. I come against affliction. Jesus, heal him so that your name will be glorified. So that Satan will be shed. Man, friend, come out from that place. Don't know anything. You demon of infirmity, I charge you in the name of Jesus, come out of her. I know you. I know your spirit. And you know me. I come against you in the name of Jesus. I come against you. I'm blood. I charge you, come out. Some of them will cough. Cough at that thing. It's a spirit, my friend. You don't beg spirits. Command them to come out. Sorry for increasing my voice. <laughs> you know, we are lions. You, you don't know I'm a lion. No, I'm not just a lion. I'm, I'm you know, there are, there are runs, even in the lion pride. We are, when you roar, there it is. And I literally mean it. He can bear witness. When we come, there it is, begin to, they become afraid. It's not by mouth, it's not preaching. This one is not preaching. Satan knows now. You don't know Satan, no. And it has nothing to do with the way I talk. You need to get to that place, my friend. When Satan remembers you are coming back in the evening, everybody will be fidgeting. That Nenna is coming back. is Wahala for everybody. 
all the witches everywhere. All the they know it. as long as you are here, Wahala, their business is over. When will you become that person? He's not father. Protect me. Protect my family. Protect my mother. Protect my friends. Stop that nonsense prayer. Be a shield. As long as you are there, nothing will happen. It's not a prayer point, my brother. It's a consciousness. It's a reality. It's something you can walk into. As long as you are around, some things won't happen. For example, one of them is that you can't die here. Oh yeah, die. Die now. <laughs> hmm? William. Oh yeah, come and die. If you die now, it means that I will raise the dead today and my muse will be everywhere. Set and nosy. So he, he doesn't want me to be that popular. So he doesn't he won't die. Hmm? There are some things he won't do around because he knows it's for you to shine. You don't know. If you wake up in the morning, ask for an opportunity to express the life inside you. Even if it is one opportunity. Even if it is one. I need to show what I'm carrying. I'm drunk. I'm drunk with life. I need to show something. Come, stay from morning till night. Carry the old clothes and sleep back. My friends, for how long? Arise like a temporal. Even if it's not men, slide something in the spirit. Let them know that any time you pass, something will happen. You don't know. If a witch passes in eternity, we leave thread mark. For you to know that they will, you must suppress somebody. How can you pass and no life will be felt? Jesus! Open the eyes of the people to see that they may see what they are carrying. Jesus said, the same glory I have with my father, I give. do you know who is that? That glory is not, an, is not a, a mystical, he is a person, my friend. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of glory. You are carrying the Holy Ghost. My God, I, I want to... <laughs> Let me say something. You are not going to... I'll be back. We'll find back money for you. There is communion. Come and bring out the communion. You can't go without partaking of the communion, my friend. Let me leave my teaching on faith and teach you on communion. Because of time. First Corinthians chapter 11. I didn't even tell you about faith. Maybe tomorrow we'll analyze Okay. Huh? We are supposed to meet tomorrow, but we won't meet tomorrow. Let's let's obey the government, please. Amen. Hallelujah. Open with me to First Corinthians chapter chapter eleven.
Somebody read for me. Read from verse 23 down. Read 23 to 30. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus. Please, pay attention. On the night he was betrayed. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body. mystery I want to show you. This Your life will never remain the same after this. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance this of me. No. My friend, sit down. Where is KJV? For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. These do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as oft as ye drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Hmm. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread, and drink of that cup. For he that drink, eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many See, have... Follow the scripture. Because there is something they taught us that he meant, he meant not to discern the Lord's body. Uh, or rather, not to eat unworthily. One of them is that they said if you sinned, if you, is it not what they taught you? Is it not what they taught you? Is it what we said? No wonder they are taking it and nothing is happening. Continue. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we judge, if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. Well, you are in what verse now? 32. No, 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 no. Stop in verse 30. Okay. Now the Bible said in verse 30, For this cause many are weak and sickly among you. And many what? How many things? How many things? Number one is what? Number two is what? Number three is what? You know what sleep means now? It means death. Physical death. Meanwhile, let's go back to the first verse. I needed us to read all this so that we'll be able to get the perspective. The people online that is following us, you can bring out your communion elements now because there will be release of life on, on these things that is here before us as we begin to talk about them. Because the Bible says that at the breaking of the bread, what happened? Huh? Have you not read in the book of um, Luke? When, is it Luke or John? When Jesus was speaking, discussing with the people that is on, their, on the way to Emmaus, 
and they were talking on the way and he began to tell them the things concerning him from the law and the prophets to the scriptures now and jesus wanted to take a path and go and they said follow us we are already here and the bible said he followed them and was doing evening supper and the bible now said at the breaking of the bread their eyes open so follow at the breaking of this bread verse 23 said for i have received of the lord that which also i delivered unto you that the lord jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread who is the one saying this thing huh? who is the one saying it i want to ask you was paul among the 12 apostles was he even born again when jesus was alive so how is he saying follow the scripture follow 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 you are not following now he said for i have received of the lord which that which also i delivered unto you henry when did he receive this sin because he wasn't there physically when and how did he receive it when did he receive it he was not there physically he didn't even he I didn't ask you when did he receive it and how did he receive it? I thought you have been taking communion before. You need to know this. When did he receive it? How? When did he receive it? How did he receive it? Now, you need to know that this man is speaking with apostolic authority. It is on this basis that we understand that apostolic authority is beyond physical association. It is something that you receive by revelation. Hmm? Should I tell you the truth? That's why most times, when we finish this meeting, some of you have never listened to my message. Have you listened to my message? Huh? You, will, you know why I'm telling you this thing? I need to tell you how you enter into what is happening. Because somebody that has never been in bed pants before, we benefit from bed pants more than, more than people that have been here all the time. Do you know why? Why? Because spiritual things is not received by physical association, really. It is received by revelation. Now, physical association amounts for a lot when there is revelation involved. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? So it didn't matter that Peter was there. None of the apostles that were present even spoke about this after the death of Jesus. Now, it is not just that Paul spoke about it. He spoke with apostolic authority. He said, that which I have received. When did he receive it? How can he be talking like that? As if he was there present. He said, that the night. Jesus. Who is this Paul? Who is Paul? I want to meet this man. He said, that the night in which he died. He was not there. That means this man was caught up in the spirit. And he began to experience the tokens of the Passover. 
it was so literal to him that it was an experience that he had beyond the people that stayed there physically. He will pass through the motions. His spirit, soul, and body experienced it literally. The man that ate that day just experienced something physical. But Paul, by revelation, had an experience that is beyond physics. He entered his soul, entered his spirit, had a touch on every act of him. So he was speaking with an authority that is beyond power. He laid hold of something. That the real reality backing that experience was what Paul touched. So he said, that what gave me authority to release this commandment to you is because beyond the physical participation, I experienced the reality that backed up this thing that we do in the kingdom. Do you know that there is a reality that backs this thing up? The power in it is that reality. So if a man's eyes have not been opened to see the reality back, of this sin, you will never experience what it will just be a physical exercise. The power thereof will not come. So you can take this in ten times and you go with your headache, common headache. But we serve this sin to dead people and they come back to life, my friends. There's a revelation back up. It is a revelation too deep that even the people that experience it physically, they, some of them didn't have the utterance to communicate it. But Paul climbed to a place in the, it is my belief that it is one of the revelations he came down from heaven. He said, I know a man 13 years ago. Be that man. He said he saw things that are not worthy to be uttered. From city to city he was asked, pray for me, that utterance he granted to me. But adventure God he allowed me to communicate some of those secrets. For example, how did he know Passover, my brother? Did you see the the Clarity with which he defined that experience, defined the qualification, defined the consequence, listed out the command, listed out the benefit, hmm? and listed out how to participate in it. Are you with me now? That he even brought rules of participation. Somebody that was not there. Pray for two minutes. Say, open my eyes, oh God, that I might see. <laughs> open my eyes, that I might see. Authority comes by revelation. Authority comes when you have revelation. There is no experience by revelation. When you have an ex- a revelation, that revelation will grant you an experience. When you have an experience, that experience will grant you authority. Do you have authority in these matters? Do you know that indeed is the blood and the flesh of the Son of God? These are the things you can only enter if your eyes is open in the Spirit. Can somebody see Jesus now? His nail pierced hands, his body that was broken, his blood that was shed, the life of God is in that blood and you are sad for you. Can you see it? When you see it, you will see the power.